Good morning, my friends. Thank you for joining me for The Happy Thinker. I'm Cassie, and this is episode number three. So I am super excited about this topic because this is something that I struggle with, and I have been trying very, very hard to change. Um, I get this kind of inherently, and I don't usually like to use that word that inherited because I don't believe the things that we quote-unquote inherit are necessarily true statements. Just because something is common in your family and just because something is something you're highly affected by because you're around a lot doesn't make it an inherent thing for you. But I will say this much, if you're around it for long periods, it can rub off on you if you're not careful, especially as a child. A lot of times as children, we absorb everything like little sponges even before we realize we're doing so. So it's fair to say that maybe you did get whatever it was from a child. Doesn't mean you can't change your thinking now though. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about worry. (laughs) I just want to laugh when I say it, actually, because of how much time I've wasted being a worrier. It amazes me sometimes to think about the time that I've wasted being a worrier. I want to start out by reading a couple quotes from various sources. Um... These were just things that really resonated with me when it comes to worrying. So the first one is, I overanalyze things because I am nervous about what could happen if I'm not prepared. So break that down right there. You're nervous about being nervous in the future. I mean, does that sound like a sane person? And yet we all tend to worry so much. We just need to chill, I think, honestly. We just need to learn to chill, which is hard for us. Worry does not take away tomorrow's troubles. It takes away today's peace. Ooh, that is so good. So good. And who doesn't want more peace in their life? I know that for me, that is something that I'm strongly striving for, so... A lot of us seek happiness, but I I don't. I'm kind of evolved in that way now. And it, it took time, but I'm not striving for happiness necessarily anymore. I'm striving for inner peace. And there's a big difference between the two. The next quote is, Worry is a down payment on a problem that may never happen. So you're literally paying for something that you may not receive. You're paying your time and your attention to your worries and that seems like madness to me I don't know about you but I don't want to pay for something that I don't receive my time and my energy are much more precious than that so what is worry? Let's define it. So I went to good old-fashioned Google. I went as hardcore as we could go, as limited definition, so we could get the widest spans of understanding on the topic. The definition of worry from Google says this. 
to give way to anxiety or unease, allowing one's mind to dwell on difficulties or trouble. That definition, I think to me, really does define worry to a very, very good understanding. It is the mind dwelling on the difficulty or trouble. So let's break down the facts from the thoughts. It is your mind making the decision to dwell or think about your troubles or difficulties. It doesn't change them. It doesn't affect them just by thinking on them. It also doesn't produce anything good. I believe that worry is honestly an indulgent emotion. So therefore, dwelling on your unease and your anxieties are going to produce more unease and more anxiety. So worrying is actually producing more worrying. So that's the definition of worrying. Another thing that worry does is it puts us in a future state of mind or a past state of mind when it comes to our troubles. So, oh my gosh, this could happen if I do this or what if I don't do this or thinking back on past situations and worrying about how that affects you now, worrying about how it went down or how it turned out. So it puts you in a past or future state of mind, but never a present state of mind. So I want you to hold on to that little segment right there of present state of mind and how important it is to make that distinction because I believe that is our why, that is our reason that we tend to worry. I believe that our why is because it is easier for us to stay in a state that either has already happened because we know that or to stay in a state of trying to prepare what will happen because we don't already know that and we don't like that feeling. I don't know about you, but most humans don't like the feeling of not knowing what's coming next. So they tend to worry. And that's so normal, it's completely human. But as humans, we have this beautiful capacity to evolve. And as humans, we have this beautiful organ called the brain. And it is an amazing organ. It can do phenomenal things. Have you searched around on the internet or looked at in recent news of some of the most phenomenal things the human brain has come up with? Just look. Just come up with like a list of five phenomenal things the human brain has done or produced and you will be amazed you really will at how those things have been done and if they can do it why can't you if it has been done by the human brain before it can be done again and it does not matter who it is it is not a respecter of persons so it's important to know that if someone else has overcome worry you can too but i believe the key to the reason why we worry is because we want to either control our future circumstances or change our past ones and neither one of those are things that we can do so to avoid worry we need to bring ourselves back to the present moment and honestly that's where we should be anyways it's important to have goals and plan your future and try to move forward And it's important to understand your past and therefore learn lessons and move forward. But the moving forward part, that part right there, is the importance. You can't stay in either one of those states, both future or past. You must bring yourself back to a present state. So I think that's the practice. Practicing presence. 
So I recently had a moment that this was like an aha moment for me. I was outside playing with my little girl. We were taking a walk. She loves to be outside. She was running and she was, <laughs> it was actually really sweet. She was running down the street going, run, 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 run. She, and she's super verbal for her age because she's not quite two yet, but she's already speaking almost full sentences. It amazes me. I'm like, you're just so smart. Anyways, enough gloating about my child because I everybody knows she's the, she's the best, so no need to gloat. Anyways, <laughs> so we were walking and I was enjoying the beautiful outdoors with her, but the fact to be very honest, I wasn't enjoying any of it. And the reason why is because my brain was someplace else. I was worried about stuff at work. I was worried about um, stuff. Right, My part- apartment right now is under construction. So I'm waiting for all that to get done. And I was worried about when it was going to get done and the deadlines for that. And I was worrying about, I was literally worrying about so many different things all at once. Like it was compounding. And I believe that's a really big thing that worry does as well worry feeds into worry so just keep that in the in your mind when you start to go into a worry spiral you're going to keep going it's not going to stop with one thing you're going to start compounding because our brain likes to make connections between things so when we see a connection of trouble in our lives we like to be like well that could be why this is also not going well and hey look at this spot over here in our lives that is not looking so hot maybe that has something to do with this area and we start to make connections like a little spider web it becomes a spider web of trouble that we get stuck in you don't want a spider web of trouble that you get stuck in you want to be present when you start to bring yourself back to present awareness of what's going on right now and what's in your control at this very moment and what maybe you can do to prevent whatever it is you were worrying about or maybe what you can do to learn from whatever it was in the past that you were worrying about. That's a present moment thing. That's not a worry. The worry is not going to affect anything. The worry is not going to fix anything. So it's important that we learn to be present but with that specific situation I was worrying about so many things and then I looked at my little girl and she was smiling and running and enjoying life like I love that look at kids where they're literally not thinking about anything else but what they're doing in that exact moment that's the magic of watching children is they tend to be very present they're not thinking about happened in the past you know last week or yesterday or whatever and they're not thinking about what's going to happen in the future they're simply thinking about what am I doing right now this is fun I'm running this is awesome mommy's running with me and I realized I was missing out emotionally on that moment of spending time with my daughter because I was in a in a future state of mind not in a present state of mind so that is a super awesome example for myself to realize the importance of learning to stay present and that that is the key to stopping your worries. So that's literally a practice you can start doing anytime you start to hear those thoughts creep up in your brain and they start to knock on your door and say, hey there, we're back. All the things that you worried about yesterday, we're back. And they start to bring back those feelings or those emotions that started with your thought of worry, you can start to instantly turn off that worry, we'll call it a worry switch. 
we can turn it on and off by becoming present. So you can turn your worry switch off instantly by being like, oh, I don't need you right now because I'm going to deal with my present circumstances. Oh, that may be true. You can even validate your worry. So your brain likes to be right, okay? It just likes to be right. So a lot of times when we try to push emotions or feelings down, your brain will instantly come up with reasons why those feelings are there, reasons why they're present. And it's true. Those emotions are valid. So when you start to worry and you have these emotions that are connected to your thoughts, connected to your worry, you may, if you tried this presence practice and you try it, and then all of a sudden your brain says, yeah, but it's important that we worry about this because this is a legitimate concern. This could actually happen. So let's be realistic. You can absolutely still be present and be realistic. So you could even honor those yourself in that way. So when your worry comes up, worrying about money today or worrying about your car issues today, you can be like acknowledge in your brain literally you can say it out loud if you need to just to help you practice or you can say it in your brain the worry pops up my car might break down today and then you start like going into the worry spiral simply say to your brain thank you for reminding me that my car is having issues this is a true statement i'm going to be present about what the things i can do now about that car thank you for reminding me and literally just like honor your brain honor it for trying to do its job in keeping you safe because that's what worry is your brain is trying to keep you safe by alerting you to future dangers or past mistakes to avoid in the future it's trying to keep you safe but we have evolved to a point where it doesn't need it in the same way anymore it's like a caveman syndrome in the old times of cavemen if you learned from your mistakes, you survived. If you prepared for your future mis- like missteps, you survived. If you didn't, you probably got eaten by a lion or a bear. So <laughs> it's super important in that time frame that you acknowledge your worries and take them seriously. It's important in this, this day and age as well to acknowledge that our worries probably come from a very valid place, but that does not mean they have to control our brains we control our brains our thoughts and our feelings don't get to make those decisions you do so if you want to control your thoughts to be able to impact your emotions you can practice presence the thought comes up i don't have enough money today and you start to worry about money acknowledge the thought say thank you for reminding me that's a invalid thought or whatever you need to say to your brain to be like thank you you did your job but now I'm going to take it from here and I'm going to be present right now and then literally start to key into what's going on in the right now what's happening um are you smiling did you drink enough water did you do what you needed to do to make sure that whatever whatever it was you were worrying about might be taken care of so if you don't have enough money now what is it you could do right now to maybe make some money or do you need to make other arrangements to get where you need to get if your car is going to break down or is there other transportation literally start problem solving instead of worrying swap it out instead of worrying problem solve instead of worrying problem solve acknowledge that the problem is there and that is why your brain brought it to you thank it and let it go (sighs) honor yourself in that way and benefit yourself in that way. Your body is trying to do its best. 
And you can actually tell yourself that too. I'm trying to do my best. So don't beat yourself up for worrying, but practice presence instead. So that is my helpful tip of the day is a presence practice is beneficial to the heart, mind, and soul. (laughs) It has been for me, for sure. And I want to end this session by ending on a beautiful quote about presence. Okay, I lied a little bit because I'm actually going to share more than one of these awesome quotes because they're just too good. I gotta share these with you guys. They're just way too good not to share. So the first quote is, the practice of staying present will heal your obsessing about the future and how it will turn out and the creation of anxieties replaying back scenarios from the past causing anger or sadness. Stay here in this moment. Mmm, that's beautiful. Stay here. It's like your own self calling to you saying, stay here, please, for me. Beautiful. The next quote is this, breathe. Breath by breath, let go of expectation, fear, regret, and frustration. Let go of the need for constant approval too. You don't need it, any of it. Be present and stay here. Both of those quotes have that saying, stay here. I think it's like an inner soul soul call to you today to stay present instead of jumping forward to future worries or jumping backwards to past broken scenarios or scenarios that we wish you could change or influence, which you can't. They're gone. They're past. The only thing real and tangible is the right now. So I think it's important that you and I start practicing presence and swap our worries for this present practice. All right, that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening today with A Happy Thinker. I hope you loved today's episode. There'll be more to come on the presence practice and other tools to help you manage your mind and daily thinking. I thank you so much for your support and your listening. If you loved today's podcast, please share it with someone you know that might benefit from it. Also, follow me on Spotify or Google. Just to name a few platforms I am currently on, I am slowly adding to my repertoire of platforms. So be looking out for more videos every week. I'm looking to release two every week. So I'll talk to you guys soon. Ta-ta!